Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member. For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. Searching for something to put a smile back on your face. Just remembering unusual times that can come from an unusual place. You need a partner for the ride, cause everybody needs a climb. So set your worries to the side. Shit 90 Shows Taught Me was not filmed before a live studio audience. Do you not want to wait? Neither do we. Welcome back to Shit 90 Shows Taught Me. I'm Jess Sterling here with my co-host, Sarah Ferguson. Sarah, how are you? Jessica, I'm in mourning. I am shocked. I... Mm-hmm. Am unwell. I cannot believe that this humongous event was not spoiled for me. I think I, I think that is our greatest accomplishment of this podcast. Is that so you weren't this spoiled on this? Wasn't spoiled for me. I don't even know how that's possible. Um, I was yeah. disclaimer if you haven't seen season two episode 18 of Dawson's Creek and you want to see it before getting spoiled leave now now is the time to leave you have like five more seconds of me rambling before we're going to spoil the big 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 plot twist okay goodbye yeah Abby is dead and I can't believe that this wasn't spoiled for you because I knew it was the funny thing is mm. there's something is, funny about this, I remember no, no 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 it's funny and not like in a haha kind of way, more like in an ironic way. Is I remember, I think it was, it must have been in season one that you were like, oh, Jen's going to die or mm-hmm. whatever. And like, I knew that Abby was going to mm-hmm. die and I knew that Jen was going to be there when Abby died. Oh. And so I was like, I was in my head thinking like, well, she's like not, you know, it's not spot on, but it is like kind of silly mm-hmm. how that happened. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ha, God. I mean... I mean, I know this happens at the very last second of no, the but episode. we have to. We but can't this is just like, like the head story. The head it. story. Next week, yeah. I want to do like if you would let us a full eulogy of Abby. 
Yeah, um, we I want to talk about, especially considering it is literally the name of the episode is like uh, goodbye. I'd be more right. Or yeah, yeah, I, I would just. I think so. I think that um, my friend Dirtbag Kelly kind of told me something along those lines. So mm-hmm. um, next week, full eulogy. Um, my favorite moments, our favorite moments. I mean, you know that mm-hmm. she was my queen. Yeah, it's pretty. It's quite shocking. Like if I mean. Because it's kind of like she's she was in a lot of season two, right? Like yeah. she was like she had a lot of big moments in season yeah. two. And so I feel like if you don't know the behind the scenes, it really does come out of nowhere. And probably for pe- people even live, right? Like it came out of nowhere. Um, but from what I f- could find and I couldn't find much. Um, the actress who plays um, Abby Morgan wanted off the show and she, so they, she had asked um, to be written off. Now, I don't know if she specifically was like, kill me. Um, but that is what they did. And I think it's interesting. And I feel like you can kind of tell it comes out of nowhere simply because of how we get to that mm-hmm. part of the episode. Very strange. Like, yep. Suddenly, Jen wants to yep. hang out with Abby again, thought, like out of nowhere. That's exactly what I thought. Like when I was watching this episode the first time, I was like, "Gosh, like we're we're at this again. Like this is so bizarre." But it did yes. feel very weird. It felt very strange. Um, but I feel like they had to do that because if she just died, like without anybody around, then it wouldn't have right. had as much of, like, an emotional but impact. I don't really understand, because we're at episode 18 out of 22. You're telling me that Abby Morgan couldn't stick around to at least make the season two finale, um, like, a cliffhanger? Yeah. Or... I wonder if it was that they had, like, bigger plans for the finale. Like, we're not there yet, so, like, we don't know exactly what happens, but mm-hmm. it could be that they had such big plans for the finale already that they were like, okay, well, let's just do it, you know, a, like a little bit before the finale right. so that it has its own moment. Yeah. You know, and not for nothing. It's not like Ms. Abby Morgan um, went on to do great things. Like she's not like Gwyneth Paltrow and one, you know. Right. So, yeah. Yeah. So Monica Kina is the actress's name. From everything I had read, it was kind of like she wanted more adult roles. Um, interestingly, it's like she wasn't even that old. Like she was like 20 playing like a 15, 16 year old, which isn't uncommon. We've seen like, you know, people in their late 20s playing Mm -hmm. 15 and 16 year olds. But I think she was just tired of that particular role, especially Abby is like really immature um, when you're talking about like the content that she is given. Right. So I guess I can see it, but I don't know. Like, I really liked Abby as a character, like as a foil for the other characters. I do too. Um, she's not always pleasant, but she sure brought the dramatics, yeah. you know? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like, so she went on to do um, a show called Undeclared. She went on to do some episodes of Entourage. She mm-hmm. was in a Freddy versus Jason movie, Private Practice, Beavis and Butthead. So it's like she worked, but she's not like a name like Michelle Williams or, you know, James Vanderbilt, right. Joshua Jackson, um, or even like Katie Holmes. Like she's not like an everyday name. Um, I I feel like she left gone too soon. The Abby Morgan. I feel. Yeah, it sucks too because um even though her and Jen had kind of 
I mean, up until now, had really went their separate ways. Like, she really was, like, Jen's partner in crime for a lot of this season. Yeah. And so it kind of sucks that now Jen is again left alone without anybody, you know, and like not only that, but you mm -hmm. think about the repercussions of this situation on Jen as a character Mm -hmm. and like she just had her grandfather die not that long Mm -hmm. ago and this she witnessed and it I'm sure I mean, we'll get into that next episode, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. But like imagine thinking of the guilt she must feel because she was there drinking with her and like couldn't save her, you know, and we'll get into it later but i'm a little concerned about other characters and the guilt that they may or may not feel mm, so we'll yes, get yes, into yes. that soon but i before before we get into the episode proper um a little bit of a couple of things number one um i know that you talked about watching dr death with joshua jackson yes. i watched one and a half episodes and it literally made me want to drown but um, I told you it was dark. If you if the people want us to do like a special, let us know. But it's like so not my vibe. No, I don't know that we are necessarily the people to be to be talking about it anyway. I don't know. There's a whole Wondery podcast, which is how that show got started. So check that out if that's something you're interested mm-hmm. in. I've, we still only watched two episodes. We've been busy watching. I mean, I've been, I don't watch a lot of things recently, so I haven't had time to watch any more of it. Um, but it's totally like, I feel like, don't you see, like Joshua Jackson is like a completely different person mm-hmm. than PC in yeah. it. You know, it's just kind of weird. Yeah, it's gross. I mean... Uh, I did watch The Affair and um, I would have to watch The Affair with like Pacey glasses on. But like he Mm -hmm. was kind of like a like a grumpy old character in like The Affair, too. Well, also, didn't you watch Little Fire is Everywhere? I did watch that. He's the husband. I watched that, that too. But he doesn't have a huge, huge role mm, in it. No. Like Reese Witherspoon is obviously like the thing in that show. So, mm-hmm. um, no, yeah. I mean, I think it's like he's a fantastic actor. No, obviously, yeah. no question about yeah. it. Um, but yeah, let's let's get into this episode proper because yeah. there is a ton going well, on. Well, OK, so. Oh, yes. What else? One sorry. more thing. I'm, I'm terribly <laughs> sorry. So um, we did get um, our very good friend Linda sent us the season two trailer. Like the, not the season two. This, this yes. episode trailer for A Perfect Wedding, which we didn't even say the name of the episode. So. Oh, yeah. Sorry. Season two, episode 18, A Perfect Wedding. There we go. So um, I and so do we want to like play the trailer and like discuss it do we yeah the new dawson's creek merchandise collection is available at the warner brothers store near you next week all new episodes of dawson's creek begin with the one people are already talking about an unexpected reunion reignites dawson and joey but just when lives are coming together something's wrong Oh, my God. Dawson's Creek next week on the WB Wednesday night. So, okay. So (laughs) first and foremost, yes, the WB Dawson's Creek merch store. Like, please hit me up. Like, with love. Here's the thing. I think they might have had, like, Ice House shirts. 
Because I was looking for a gift for you a while back and I was looking everywhere for like Dawson's Creek merch, but I didn't want to get you something that had spoilers in it. Oh, wait. Okay. So I should not Google WB Dawson's Creek merch store. Okay. I will Google for you so that you do not have to Google. But yes, um, they I saw a woman on Etsy made Ice House shirts, but like. I just didn't think you'd like the blue that the color is of the shirt naturally. Okay. So I almost got you one that was like a different color, even though we see on the show that they wear blue mm-hmm. Ice House shirts. Um, OK, so WB Dawson's Creek merch. From what year is this? 1998? Let's see. Uh, Yeah, I think so. Yeah, the only stuff I'm finding are like Redbubble, which... No, you know, no, I want um, the classic, the original, the OG WB. This is like eBay finds. Oh, I found. OK, so I did find a vintage 1998 magnet. Oh, OK. <laughs> Hold on. I'm going to put it. I'll put it in our uh, thing here. So this is interesting. Um, it looks like quite like scratched up, dinged up a little bit. But it's like it looks like the cast photo from season vintage. one because Jen's hair. You can tell. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Um, Jen's hair. Honestly, I miss Jen's hair. I, do I don't like it I know. short. Maybe it'll grow I miss, out. Uh, next yeah. Season. Okay. This magnet. Um, How much does this magnet go for? See, uh, let's see, five ninety nine. What, I mean, what that's a, a deal? Deal. That's a deal. What is okay. deal? Okay. So moving on from the WB merch store. If anybody yes. out there has any merch from the WB Dawson's Creek merch store, let me know. I want to see your um your stuff. So yes, I do too. I'm so curious mm-hmm. to see if anybody ever bought anything from when this was a thing. Yeah. Um, cause it must be so like, it must be so fun looking now, you know, yeah. like looking back yeah. on it. Next up, this is the episode that has been talked about, like has already been talked about. That was the phrase that they used. Yeah. Not only that, but I have a, like, so you guys obviously only heard the, um, the, the audio for it. You didn't see the video, but they literally show, they show someone falling into the water and, and like the splash and they show like a, like the, the body bag being zipped up. I'm like back in the day, people, it's like, well, back in the day, people wouldn't do this, but now, you know, people would have been like pausing, actually tapping. Now that you say that, I have a mm-hmm. note from Linda as well. Oh, <gasps> yes. Okay. Please read. We love hearing okay. from Linda. Linda, thank you for sending me yeah, that I'm video. Gonna, first I'm going to post all. it. Yeah. A little bonus content for you ladies this week. This is the promo for the perfect wedding that aired in 99. So it was from 99. I was okay. a mess waiting for this episode. It felt like one of the longest weeks of my life. My brother kept saying Andy was going to die. I recorded the promo and went into detective mode, <gasps> pausing to see who it was in the body bag. It looked like Abby. And even though I'm thankful it didn't turn out to be Andy, I was sad that I was right. So she did it. Linda, Detective, Detective Linda. Linda. Okay. We stand. I know. I think that if you did pause it, you would be able to see, like, because, like, Andy has, yes. like, you obviously see it's blonde hair, right? Right. But not only that, but, like, here's the other thing, right? Like, if even if they had just shown the body bag and not the splash of the water, it's like the minute you see Jen and Abby going up to the docks, oh. you're like, okay, well, I know I it's going to be I one of I don't think I would have figured that one out. I think I probably would have paused it, saw blonde hair, and been like, oh, this is like artificial blonde, not like Andy's natural blonde. 
Okay, fair. Yeah. No, it's it's regardless. We'll post the video as well yeah. um, on our social media. So if you want to check it out, um, thank you so much, Linda, for sending that in, by the way. But yeah, we will set, we will post it so everybody can watch it if you want to dissect it. Um, but yeah, it's almost like the audacity of these shows to like put a promo out that is like you really could detective and figure out why would they is. reveal something so big? Well, here's the thing, like, you know, teen dramas love to be like, next week on Dawson's Creek, the biggest episode ever. Like, they love to, like, tease it, but, like, they could have teased it in a way that didn't give away that someone is going to die. I know. But and then the, but <laughs> then they were like, oh, yeah, like Dawson and Joey have like a connection. And it's like you see them dancing and almost kissing. So even that was kind of spoiled, too. Yeah, I prefer, honestly, the older I get, the more I like going in blind to a lot of at least scripted mm-hmm. television just because it gets so spoilery. Same thing Ooh. with like movies. It's almost like the trailer like ruins it in a way. Right. Right, there's plenty of people that don't watch coming like next week and they don't watch yeah. um they even find like what happened last week to be spoilery. Yes, because like um on shows like Survivor, they'll be like they'll show someone getting an idol f- a few weeks ago and you're like, "Oh, I guess that's getting played tonight." Right. Like it's so easy to tell if you have even like three brain cells, you know. Right. I so, only have two, no. so typically I don't figure it out. <laughs> So, but no, it was like it is. It is funny to go back and see that trailer though, and be like, yeah. "Oh, they really, really hyped this up." Yeah, I know. So, I'm definitely going to post it. Thank you again, Linda, for sending that to us. Um, it was a real treat. And once again, really want to see everybody's magnets and like, yes, if you have Dawson's Creek merch, yeah, please send folder. us photos of it. I'm, I've tried looking online. Like I was saying, I was trying to find stuff for you, but it was really hard to to not get stuff that had spoilers because a lot of the merch is centered around like the relationships Mm. and it's like you know like Brangelina like that type of thing Mm -hmm. and so it's kind of hard to avoid that gotcha I understand um, all right so let's get into a perfect wedding Yes. So we start off, as we always do, in Dawson's bedroom. Um, He's showing Gail his film. um, And she's like super impressed. She says it's really moving. It's really funny. It's real. And he, of course, like being really traumatized by his teacher last episode, doesn't really believe her because it's his mom. And of course, she's going to say that. Um, And they have like a really nice conversation. You know, As much like grief as we give Dawson in general, I do really appreciate the relationship he has with his parents. Like, I think it's kind of unusual to see this on television, um, to see a teenage person who or teenage, you know, person have a really good relationship with um, one or both uh, parents in their lives. So I like this conversation. Yeah, I did, too. I thought that. Gail gave some, you know, pretty good advice. Don't stay tenacious. Don't let a minor setback derail your vision. I also mm-hmm. like that she put in perspective that it's like, yeah, like your movie's not Citizen Kane, but it's not like Bride of Chucky either. Like, you know, I love how those were the references. Well. Yeah. Like Bride of Chucky. <laughs> yes. Yes. Um, also, did you did you catch the hook uh, poster? Yeah, it's on his like closet door. Yeah, we just um, for those that are not in the know, we just covered um, the movie Hook um, as a bonus content episode for July. So it's nice with Kevin Mahadeo. 
go check that out. My husband listened to it today and he said it was one of his favorites that we've done so far. So big hype around it. Big, big hype. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so she asks how Mitch is doing in school. Mitch is the new English teacher. Strangely yeah. enough, don't really get it. Don't know how he got. I want to know why nobody's questioning it, but we still don't know. No, everyone's yeah. like, yeah, totally. Mitch is the new English teacher. Totally normal. Yeah. Um, it's it's fine. He likes it, but it's weird that he's in the teacher's lounge consorting with the enemy. It's I love the way he refers to her as the enemy. enemy. Uh, yeah. yeah. Um, so basically, Gail's mit- missing Mitch and Dawson's like, you know, take your own advice. Go after for what you you uh, want. Yeah. And I, you know what? Like, I, I kind of get it. But I think that the advice doesn't necessarily work when there are two people involved that have to, like, consent. Versus, like, Dawson pursuing his dreams is all on him. In order to make a marriage work, both people have to want it, too. Mm-hmm. Um, I understand the sentiment, though. Um, nice moment between them. And we'll get another nice moment between Gail and Dawson uh, later in the episode. Um, I thought it was a good Dawson-Gail episode. Yeah. Um, th- we get some weird Twilight Zone shit. I knew it. I knew that it was going to be weird for Joey, for Mr. Potter to just, like, come back. Because it's like, she did not see her dad for three years. And then he comes back right. and everything is OK. And not that long ago, last season, they they were beefing. Like, they weren't talking in yeah, more than Yeah, she a didn't year. talk to him for years. Yeah. yeah. And then now he's on the doorstep on the doorstep in the morning he's making freaking breakfast um and you know she's surprised that it wasn't all a dream and then Mm -hmm. like so then it's like we get like mr potter making breakfast like just like a normal dad like nothing ever happened and then bessie comes in with alex and she's like talking about how like they have all these grand plans to get themselves out of debt and she hands off right. her baby to her dad that was like you know in jail for the last 3 years and he's kissing the yeah. baby like nothing ever happened and it's like to me it felt very like you know stepford wives like this does not feel natural like it's a little too much too soon I agree. Like, it almost annoyed me how eager Bessie was about everything. Because it's like, I feel like they were all just acting like everything was so normal. And like, poor Joey, I feel like it makes her feel even worse that she's not super excited. That she's still feeling weird about this. And it's not only that, but like, the dude literally got out of jail last night. And you decide that you want to cater your friend's wedding and you're going to make a ton of money. You're not a catering company, Bessie. Yeah. Like, you run like a seafood shack restaurant on the wall I don't mean to call it a shack but a seafood restaurant on the creek like you you aren't an upscale catering company like in my opinion like there's more that goes into catering than just making the food right like there's all the like cookware the supplies not to mention the staff and they just hire (laughs) random teenagers to to do this that that seems accurate that seems accurate yeah I actually (laughs) have done like a little bit of like cater waitering Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I've been, I've worn the penguin suit. Like I kind of yeah. know it's hell. It's up. Ab- it's absolute oh, yeah. hell. 
Um, so yeah, it's not hell if you're these teenagers because they don't actually do their jobs, you know, for the <laughs> majority of, of the wedding. None of them do. So yeah, jo- uh, Joey's like so unsure about this. Bessie and her dad are like, don't worry, like you're a kid now. Like you, you've spent. Yeah, go back to doing kid yeah, things. Yeah, like you've spent all this time worrying. It's like, okay, Joey's held like everything, the household and the family and the ice house on her back for the last three years. And now you're going to tell her to stop worrying and just go back to being a kid. It's ridiculous. It's yeah. It's almost like you're making her worry more because not only is her father out of jail, which again is going to spark some controversy in Cape side, mm-hmm. but now you're taking on this massive job. It's like, it's too much right away. Like, you need to ease back right. in, right? And this is not easing back in. And also, where the fuck is Bodhi? He's been so gone that, forever. that's my main question. Like, is <laughs> is Bodhi out of the picture? Like, can you, like, is that a spoiler? Like, can you tell me? I don't think, I feel like if he was out of the picture, it would have been made obvious to us, right? Like, if he, if him and Bessie were broken up or something and he moved out, I feel like it would have been made clear on the show. Mm -hmm. I think the actor is probably just either unavailable or they didn't want to, like, pay to have him be essentially an extra in the scene. I have to tell you that if Bodhi comes back and he's a different actor and they're going to just say, like, this will do. It's Bodhi. (laughs) I'm going to be fucking pissed off. Yeah, I really liked OG Bodie. I don't know. I don't know what the situation Where's is with Bodie, Bodie but because yeah, I feel we love like Bodie. if Bessie was a single mom, you know that she'd be like milking this shit. Like I'm yeah, a single mom. Yeah. All props to single moms, but Bessie is the type of character to be like, I'm a single mom. I'm doing this all on my own. But like Bodie is just like MIA. Well, and Bodie is the one who like ran the restaurant. Like he was the cook or chef or something. So it's kind of weird that he's been gone. I, but I don't know. Who knows? Bodie, come um, back. There, yes. There's some crazy shit happening in the creek and we need you. We you do. Were, we need your centered. He was very like mellow, yeah, which I appreciated. I was going to say, he was kind of like the voice of reason a little bit. Yeah, he needs to freaking crack down on freaking Bessie who gets wild ideas in her mind about like this catering. I still think the yeah. catering job, even though they pulled it off, was a horrible yeah. idea. But like, yeah. And like, I, I don't like the whole thing like, oh, we're family again. Everything's going to be better. I just don't think it's fair to assume that everybody can just adjust to quote unquote yeah. normal life with like a switch of a light like it's not like yes. you know the this was a very traumatic experience and I don't think it's fair that Bessie and Mr. Potter are like Joey like everything's normal now like be happy it's like it just feels like too much too soon absolutely and I wish that at least one person was on Joey's side through this right like I wish that at least Bessie seemed to seem that it was like at least a little bit odd or a little bit different Mm -hmm. versus being like so extremely excited to have her father back which of course she is but you could still admit that yeah it's great to have him back but it is off it's off it's a little weird it's off but you you know know who does get it jack because jack is an angel on this earth okay I feel like Jack has done the quickest 180 yeah. in Dawson's Creek history. Here, PR firm. Like ever since. Click, 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 click. We got to get Jack likable. Click, click, click. Type, 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 <laughs> type, type. The PR firm working double, double. But I told you, this is what my theory is. Yeah. My theory, and I'm standing strong, Jack couldn't be his true self because he was hiding a big part of himself. And now that he's out and about, he can be his full 
thriving self. Yeah, and not only that, but I feel like they're giving him, because him and Joey are no longer together, Mm -hmm. they can give way more of his personality because it's not all about them getting together and the romance behind it. It is more of him giving his personality and him giving, like, we see he gives great advice in this episode. Mm -hmm. And it's really nice to see because it doesn't, it proves it doesn't always have to be Joey going to Dawson, right? Mm -hmm. So we see Joey going to Jack and she's, like, asking if he can, you know, help them cater a wedding um and he's like oh since when do you cater weddings and this is when she tells him her dad is back um and she says she does feel a little weird feels like she's got hit by a bus um and jack can sense that like something is up um and you know it's a the catering thing it's a huge deal it's a big big group of rich people not exactly how she imagined her dad kind of emerging back into the public eye Mm -hmm. Um, and, but, but I, you can understand why Joey is like upset because she doesn't want to like ruin the way Bessie and her dad feel, right? She doesn't want to rain on their parade. She doesn't want to be a Debbie Downer. Um, but Jack, I, I like Jack's approach. He says, you know, I'm going to be there. Don't worry. Like you need to have a conversation with your dad because I think I agree with you. Like if you're feeling hesitant, that's not the way that you want to start off on this new journey with him, you know? Absolutely. So I I agree. I thought that this was great advice from Jack. Talk to your dad. Talk to Bessie. Tell them that, you know, you have some reservations. Mm-hmm. Um, was that right? Reservations? Yeah. But then, like... Yeah, you have reservations. You but can I'm say gonna it either way. You can say it. have a reservation to the Crab Shack. It could do both. It's both. Great. Every time I sound smart, I just have to backpedal. You have to question whether or not it's the smart yeah. thing to say. Yeah. But yeah, Jack is so sweet here. And I think that like, I feel like he does a really good job at like centering Joey and like talking her off the ledge. You know, he's a really good. I feel like it's interesting because him and Andy are similar but different. They're both really good at being supportive people and supportive friends and supportive partners but she's much more high strung and he's way more mellowed out you know like at times too mellow yes so (laughs) it really is like the polar opposite Mm -hmm. uh and also they're they might be good support systems for others but really rotten support systems for themselves like oh yeah yeah, they don't take care of themselves at all they don't take care of them their own person Um, Mm. so here's another thing. We talked last episode about how the fact that Pacey and Dawson didn't have a a scene together. Are they fighting? Because at the birthday party, there was that like major beef. Here we are back to normal. Dawson is yapping, yapping, yapping away to Pacey about his stupid movie. And Pacey's just listening because that's all Pacey is good for in Dawson's mind. So there's no beef. There's no beef. They're back to besties. But um, I want to know. It's infuriating. I want to know if Pacey was able. I'm sure this is going to come out eventually. Like, you think I'm a piece of crap? Like, blah, blah, blah. Uh, mm-hmm. but yeah, like, you know, where was the, how did this get fixed? I want to know. I think that like, if, if I had to like guess, I would say Pacey is really understanding and was like, eh, he was drunk. Everybody makes mistakes. I'm not gonna hold it against him. And that, I, but, but I do wish we at least got that scene. Yeah. Like, Pacey's, it's so strange. Pacey's forgiving. 
He is. Oh, he's always been too I forgiving. I feel like he's been letting people walk all over him a little he's bit. He's just such a smush. I just, I don't want people to, I don't want Dawson to do that. Uh, yeah. Dawson's talking about, oh, like, maybe I'll just re-edit the movie. Who the heck cares about Creeks? Nobody days? cares. Also, nobody cares that Mitch and the new teacher, Miss Kennedy, are, like, hanging out. Um, nobody cares. Uh, but this is when Jack approaches and he's telling um, Dawson and Pacey about the catering job. You know, they agree to do it. And this is when um, this is when Dawson finds out that uh, Joey's dad is back. Yeah. He, and he looks like su- surprised. Right. And Jack looks awkward because he's like, oh, I guess I shouldn't have said anything. Well, it came from it came from Jack and not Joey. And that right. was really surprising. You would have thought that. You know, back in the old days, Joey would have like ran out of the house and like went up the ladder and told Dawson right away. And right. it's surprising that like, you know, it's Jack telling Dawson something about Joey. Um, Sixty dollars right. for a day's work. What do you think? What do you think? I think back in, you know, 90, what was it? 99. Uh, it's probably decent money for a teenager. Um nowadays no damn way yeah, <laughs> like, no we're not yeah, be doing we need that we're gonna need more i money. wonder if that includes tip do they get tipped uh i mean usually caterers don't really mm. get um tipped usually like i feel like isn't gratuity like included when you do catering when it's well i mean in my experience it depends on like something like this then they would have probably included it but mm-hmm. um, do you want to know how much sixty dollars is in twenty twenty one? I'm gonna say like hundred and ten. You're close. Ninety seven eighty five. Ugh, still not worth it. It's not like that's a hundred bucks for a day's work. Yeah. Like, yeah. I mean, for I guess for a teenager, if you don't have a job, although I don't know, since when do Pacey and and Dawson not work at the video store anymore? <laughs> okay, Dawson hasn't been working at the video store since basically the pilot episode. And PC is, um, you know, not doing so well. I feel like Nellie pushed them out. Yeah, Nellie was done with it. She's like, all right, dad, fire these two. I'm done with them. Do we at least get Nellie back? I don't believe so. Not to my memory. I know. We need a new bad bitch in town. Where's the baddies? Talking about my favorite baddie, Abby, in the bathroom, the most fabulous outfit you ever did see. Oh, we'll get there later, girl. You yeah. know I included oh, it. Oh, my goodness gracious. <laughs> and yeah. The feathers, the feathers. bitch. Um, okay, so this is, I felt like, yes, these scenes felt very off to me even before I finished the episode. We have, they feel forced. Yes. So Jen comes in and she's just like, oh, good. I was hoping to find you. And Abby's like, I thought we weren't speaking because ever since Dawson's movie is wrapped, like you've, you know, you no longer have a use for me. And Jen's like, okay, never mind. Like, I don't know why I even asked. Um, yeah, I would do the same thing. Like, all right, fuck you then. See you later. <laughs> so then, but Abby's like, wait, tell me what's wrong. Um, yeah, Abby, like, Abby can't help it. Yeah. Like, I feel like she's gotten to the point where her lackeys aren't as fun as Jen. And so she, like, misses hanging out with Jen. <laughs> yeah. Um. So Jen is bored. She wants to fuck around uh she's going berserk in dawson's creek i mean i guess i can understand 
that like that thinking right like she broke up with Ty like that's over with like she's not messing around with Dawson at all so that's done with she didn't even get to grow a friendship with Jack which we kind of saw like the beginnings of earlier this season so I can like even though these scenes feel very forced and kind of out of nowhere Mm -hmm. I can kind of see the logic in that like she doesn't really have anybody to hang out with right now. Why is Jen a po- social pariah? I don't get it. Why don't they just hang out with her? Because she's from New York. She's from... <laughs> oh, is she? Oh. I know. It's the first time we're learning okay. of this. So, but the other question mark yeah. I have is her saying her best times were with Abby. Bitch, weren't you like the star of the fucking movie set? Like, I thought, like, that was, like, the best thing ever for you. It was the best of times and the worst of times with Abby. The disaster duo has to get back together. Reunited and it feels so good. It felt good. It did feel good at times. (laughs) Um, So, yeah. uh, So they are hanging out this weekend. Um, Mm -hmm. Abby tells the gross rat story that I don't want to I don't want to repeat. No, it's um, and uh, there we go. And then the the best 90s song that ever did play. Oh, yeah. Kiss me. Sixpence. None the richer. A classic. classic Probably the the best. And then we have um, Pacey and Andy are walking and talking. Pacey's trying to convince Andy to work the wedding. Um, and so that they can make $120 combined and go on a trip to hopefully New York. Um, ridiculous. Okay. So, okay, so PC wants to go this. to a romantic dinner, go to a show and then do a carriage ride through Central Park. So I did some research. Good, because $120 is $195. Um, now, now, okay, so $195. Now, a dinner in New York City, like a nice dinner, is probably gonna cost you like 80 to 100. (laughs) That's half their budget. A show, okay, like say that they go to like the ticks line and gets like a $50 ticket, that's a hundred dollars for two tickets. But more more likely, they're probably ranging from a hundred to a hundred and fifty dollars. For tickets. So, th- oh my let's God. Say 200 bucks, right? Maybe. Okay, so we're already, yeah. Oh my God. A carriage okay. ride, I looked it up, is $150 <gasps> about oh. Oh. in Central Park. Just to watch a horse poop around the park. So, Come on. Oh, uh, so we have $350 for about $450 to $500 for this night. In New York City. And that's not even counting getting there. Not counting getting there. Because they have to there. go there. I mean, they're going to steal the cop car and just drive there. Obviously. Yeah. Um, so and they're just going to wait until um, Mr. Uh, Winter, like, fills the gas tank. <laughs> just, just, like, swoop it. <laughs> Bring it yeah. back on him. Yeah, 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 yeah. So even Andy says in the 90s that's impossible for $120. Yeah. There's no way. She's too smart for that nonsense. And then we get Andy saying she hates weddings. They're too maudlin and sentimental. Were you buying this? This was crazy. I'm like, Andy hates weddings? Like, I I was like, this doesn't seem right. Like, Andy (laughs) seems like a romantic. Like, like, I was like, Andy is being so cynical in this this episode about weddings. Like, I feel as though now... You relate to Andy. You're not quite a romantic. I don't know if you love weddings. I don't like weddings. You no. You don't love weddings. Um, 
but I think that like I thought it was funny because Andy, the one who had her entire like losing her virginity date planned out to a T, also hates weddings. Like it doesn't make it doesn't sense. Track at all track. no and i love the like ad placement of she her crying at a nike commercial and then she's like oh well if i go and i make this money i'm gonna go buy those new nikes oh you get it <laughs> girl you get those nikes yes yeah so that's the plan is that they're gonna go help cater and pacey says she'll be convinced that weddings are romantic and if not she gets to keep all of the 120 dollars for herself fair enough fair enough yeah um we get joey trying and choking on some spicy horseradish do you like horseradish i don't like a ton of it so i would eat like a horseradish mayo so like a mixture because i don't want it like yeah yeah i don't want it like too much you know right it's a passover staple if you remember we discussed that Mm -hmm. uh i don't know not huge on the horseradish. Drew loves horseradish. It like hurts my nose. Like, it gets up in there. You know what right. I mean? Yeah. Um. So Dawson is. Uh, Dawson comes and like parents love Dawson. This is his of special course talent. They do. This is the guy who was like, because I love how um, also Joey's dad is like, oh, I thought you two would have been together by the time I got back. And I was like, oh, Mr. Potter, look at you wanting to gossip. Yeah. Um, But no, of course, parents love him because he's like the good kid. He doesn't do anything wrong. He's like very emotionally aware and like shakes hands. Yeah. And to be fair, like he does, he's very respectful. He's very nice. So I can understand why. from a good family. Yeah. Parents love Dawson. Mm -hmm. So, um, Joe, Joey is like, oh, yeah, like we're doing this wedding. And Dawson's like, yeah, I'm like helping out. Um, and my parents are going to be guests at the wedding on Saturday. Who the fuck is getting married? (laughs) Pam. Pam is Bessie's friend. But I feel like. But why are the fuck? Why are the why are the fucking uh, Leary's invited? This is how I'm envisioning this. Like Pam, I don't know how Bessie's friends with Pam, but Pam I see as like a socialite within the Cape, or like her family is. So her family is like part of the country club, and like they're just like well off. And essentially, like I see the Leary's as like high society of Cape side. Like, I feel like okay. because um, Gail is a um, a public figure, she is a news reporter. So I feel as mm-hmm. though, like, they're part of the inner circle of Cape Side. So they get invited. Like, she's probably friends with Pam's parents. And so she got, like, they got invited because they're, like, of, like, the upper crest of Cape Side. I guess I could see that. It is a small town. Yeah. So I guess it's just kind of like you invite everybody. You invite you everybody know? from your country club. This yeah. is how I envisioned it. Like, if you buy the boat, they have the boats, then you get into the wedding. This is, like, probably, okay. like, maybe the charter club. Like, this is the high society <laughs> of Cape Side. Fancy. Yes. So, yes, yeah, so they're invited. Um, And this is when, like, Mr. Potter leaves and Dawson finally gets to talk to Joey. 
he's asking how she's doing and she's like you know I'm okay and this is when she says something that obviously inadvertently hurts Dawson's feelings but she doesn't really realize it at the time Mm -hmm. and she says oh I was on like emotional overload but Jack calmed me down he's so insightful and then I feel like she kind of realizes what she said and she's like oh well I was looking for you but you know I it was I saw Jack first Mm -hmm. and you know whatever and I feel like this is the first hint I mean I think Dawson, I feel like, is more hurt now than he was when Joey and Jack were dating because I feel like he's like, oh, well, I thought I was Mm -hmm. your person. Like, I was the person you came to to talk about these things because Dawson was around when Joey's dad was around. Like, Jack wasn't, you know. Yeah, I feel as though when Jack and Joey were together as in dating, he was very jealous and mad because he was thinking, like, you know, why are you dating him if you are supposed to be on a journey to discover yourself? But now he's hurt because it's like, you know, now they're not together, but you're still going to Jack for, you know, your personal advice. Right. Um, Then, then, so we have some women in the corner of the restaurant spilling tea on Joey's dad and the cheating and the fact that he's a drug dealer. They're like, he should never be allowed back in Cape side again. And the, the, her friends like, keep your voice down. Um, the biggest question I have, if you have such a problem with Mr. Potter, then why are you supporting his restaurant? Why are you at his fucking restaurant? Leave. You like, you leave. know, the only reason these bitches came here was to Watch like, him. oh, I heard Mr. Potter's yeah. back in town. Let's go check wow. it out. Yeah. They're such bitches. Like, get out of here. And of course, poor Joey overhears. Mm-hmm. And it's obviously very upsetting because this is exactly what she was worried yeah. about. And it's on a much smaller scale right. than it's, you know, than it would be at this yeah. wedding. I have some concerns. My main concern is, is there a gossip girl in Cape Side, the <laughs> gossip spreads like wildfire. Is there an XOXO Dawson's girl in Cape Side? <laughs> I will spread your I secrets. Think I feel like there has to be, right? There's like a, um, mm-hmm. you watched that show, that British one, right? With the the newspaper, newspaper they would put out. Oh, gosh, what is the name <laughs> of it? Bridgerton. Bridgerton. Lady yes, Whistledown. Like there's, yes, there is some type of Lady Whistledown shit happening. Yeah. They're circulating the newsletters. Mr. Potter is back. Is he dealing drugs? Uh, he cheated on his wife. It's a whole thing. And poor Joey is the one who has to suffer and deal with it because she goes to freaking high school. Whose job is it to uncover who uh, Gossip Whistledown is? It's going to be somebody who has a boat because they're going to have to like row <laughs> the creek. Do you think <laughs> I feel like up. Jen has something else to do with her life. Maybe she can uncover <gasps> who Detective Jen. Yeah. We love to yeah, see she it. She could borrow a boat. Yeah. Um. So, yeah. So obviously sucks that that happened. But we're immediately thrust into the wedding. Um, we see Joey giving out orders to the wait staff like this bitch. I'm sorry. Joey should be in charge of everybody because she knows how to give out orders. Mm-hmm. And I freaking love mm-hmm. it. She's a rock star. Yeah. yeah. Pacey and Andy are on cake duty and they have to arrange the buffet table, which cough, cough. They never even got to. Um, <laughs> <laughs> they're horrible. All these people should be fired, especially Bessie. Where were you this whole time? Bessie had like the different outfit. Like she was like plating everything. 
Sure yeah. she was. Bitch, I did not see her at all. She's just yeah. excited about being there. <laughs> Poor Joey is like left to order everybody yeah. around. And Dawson, now is not the time to be talking to Joey about these problems. Yeah. Talk to her after the yeah. <laughs> Dawson gets the the best job of all. He gets to pass out the champagne and appetizers. Champagne passing out actually is not my favorite thing because I um spillage. Knock Spillage. all those things over. But yeah. <laughs> passing the appetizers is the best job that you can get because all you have to do is like walk around walk. and you're like, do you want this crab cake with this yeah. special sauce? With sauce. Yeah. And they. Yeah. So that's yeah, what. That's so Dawson. That's what Dawson's job is. Yeah. Um, Gail arrives um, and she's looking for Mitch. She says, I'm taking my own advice. I want Mitch back. This is going to happen. But of course. Mitch walks in with the she devil. With the with with the enemy. Yes. With a top bun that I'm sorry, ma'am. Put that top bun. That is way too high. <laughs> it's uh the it, it was sky high, the ballet the ballerina it's too bun. Much. With, yes, with because in my opinion a sock bun. The higher yeah, the higher the ponytail slash bun, like the higher your opinion is of yourself. Oh. So this bitch is like all up on her own shit. Mm-hmm. She's like, my shit don't stink. I am the best screenwriter that has ever lived. And I get my jollies mm-hmm. by tearing down teenage boys. Um, yeah, he Dawson's so shook that he drops the the last champs. I mean, yeah, I don't He's blame like the audacity. The hair is so high. <laughs> it would have been nice if his father gave him a fucking heads up like how? to be honest like his dad knows this is yeah. his teacher how did mitch even get a plus one this quickly like did he call yeah. pam's parents and was like can i bring a plus one it's like how rude um, i know i have i know i have a wife that i'm separated from that's also going to be at this wedding but wouldn't it be great if i brought a date too i bet that he just like brought her and didn't even ask permission <gasps> that is the rudest thing listen anybody who is going to a wedding has been invited to a wedding don't do that it's rude like you need to rsvp yeah. because when they got this invitation they were probably still living together probably so it was just like yeah. you know you know you have two spots and then mitch either mitch called and asked for an extra spot which is rude or mitch just brought somebody Without telling it's it, all, which is all also of it's rude. rude. Yeah. Yeah. And they brought her with a tall bun. It's too much. <laughs> and the biggest <laughs> offense much. is that her bun was too high. It's <laughs> a big ass the bun. The biggest. So, yes. Um, we see Pacey and Andy doing, like, working on the cake. Uh, Pacey's saying how romantic everything is. But Andy's like, I don't even watch the ceremony. Um, they're, like, assembling this cake, which is, like, very old school to have it on those, like, plastic pillars. Right. Like, I don't think you see wedding cakes like that anymore. No, no. It's very 90s style. Yeah. And this is when Pacey is talking about, like, his own family. He wishes he had the money for, like, moments like these. Because if you have, like, a lot of money, you can throw, like, a huge nice wedding versus weddings he's gone to where they serve fish sticks and get into, like, brawls. Um, sounds more like my family's weddings. <laughs> um, but yeah, I do like the way Andy says this, though. She's like, yeah, but like my family has money or they had money. Everything looked perfect. But on the inside, everybody was falling apart. So like just because you have money doesn't make your life better, you know? Yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, I, what is up with all these shows doing like the three D's, the three B's? I feel like this is like so like television. 
Oh, you're talking about Jen and Abby. No, no, no. I thought you were going to. Uh, this uh, The three Bs. The three. So Andy first says the three Ds. Oh, Despair oh, and oh, dysfunction. Oh. Uh, and I thought there was something else. And then later on, they did the three Bs. Yeah. It's crazy. They just like counting. I know. So, yeah. So then Andy, um, you know, uh, is having she's a sour grape. Pacey comments on it. Go easy, sunshine sister. And Andy's like, I told you I didn't want to come. I told you if I did come, I'd be in a bad mood. You made me come and now you had to deal with it. And she swings her arm and hits the top of the cake and just Falls on the floor, splat. And then, Ooh, it's yeah, it's very bad. Joey sees. She's in a panic. Um, meanwhile. But I love how Joey doesn't even try to help fix it at all. No, Joey's like, I can't deal with this right now. I don't have time for yeah, this. I, I, like, yeah. you, this is, I assigned you this job. You better stick to <laughs> this job. Yeah. <laughs> no help for you. Not even going to bring it to like Mr. Leary, or Mr. Potter rather, and ask yeah. for like help as the head chef. You have to deal with this. Um, we, there's other disasters going on at this wedding. Yeah, we have Dawson who um, I don't know why, but he like walks in on the room where the bride is and she's just crying and she wants to escape out the window. She's sobbing. She says she wants to die. And I love how Dawson's question is, don't you love him? <laughs> Bitch, that is not what you're supposed to say. <laughs> What's wrong with yeah, you? Um, like you wonder why Jack is so much better at this than you are. Because yeah. he doesn't ask questions doesn't like know. that. Uh, she doesn't know. She's like, you know, it might be the biggest mistake of my life if I marry this man. This is the thing, though. OK, they do this a lot in television and movies, right? Where like the bride is freaking out right before or the groom, I guess. I think it's kind of both ways. I feel like it's more the bride, more often the bride. But like they're freaking out. They want to run. They whatever. In my opinion. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm married, but our wedding was not this situation that this wedding was. But if the bride is really having all these second guesses and like really panicking right before the wedding. Maybe she should leave. Like, I don't know if this is a controversial take. Maybe you should just let her go because I feel like it's worse to talk someone into marrying someone and then they get married and they don't want to be. Yes, that would make sense. I feel as though more often than not, they do get talked out of it than talked into it. I don't know if that was this bride's problem. Like, I don't know if she was just like if she forgot that she loved him. I don't know what her like. Obviously, we don't know Pam. We don't know what her deal is. Um, It seems like all Pams don't want to go through with their weddings. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Uh, It's just weird. Like, we don't really ever get a clear picture on like what her issue is. I just feel like there's a difference between cold feet and like what the fuck she's doing you know yeah she is afraid that there is something bigger and better out there she's afraid that she's settling that is what pam is afraid of but i mean jack makes a counterpoint which we'll get into about you know you can't like keep looking there's an expression um you know you can't um the grass is always greener um like you can't like miss the like s- miss the moon by looking at the stars 
that's hold on oh if you shoot for the moon you'll land among the stars no that's not the expression (laughs) well that's the one you're saying looking at the (laughs) stars no that's not what it is that's not what it is it's like it's like you know like fuck it whatever cut this out (laughs) i want to leave this in no anyway no, no So we'll get back to Jack and Dawson in a minute. But first, we have to make a pit stop at Jen and Abby at Jen's house. They're dancing, playing loud music. Did you or did you not love Abby's impression? Oh, my God. This was so good. Jennifer. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because like Jennifer, like Graves is like, Jennifer, would you turn the music down, please? Please turn down that music. And Abby's. And I love Abby's Abby's impression of her. And Abby's impression is just like our impression. I know. And I promise you with every part of my being I did not know that was going to happen I was not like imitating Abby imitating Grams that was honestly like my impression of Grams it makes me that much more upset that Abby's still dead honestly yeah okay here we go here we go back to that but oh we got the saying yeah okay here we go um okay well this is a longer quote than I remember but <laughs> okay don't the, the 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 main thing is that don't lose the moon while counting the stars what in so the that world means, i've literally never heard okay, this so before. it means like you know don't ignore a person who loves you and cares for you because one day you might lo- lose the moon while counting the stars so it means this is like very similar to the like uh losing the trees for the forest or whatever i, I don't know that one. i don't know any forests mm-hmm. but the point is is that you know you you might have a person the perfect person in front of you and you're too busy like looking for something bigger and better Right. By and you lose the thing that's perfect that's right in front of you. And I think that's Pam's problem. That's what Jack thinks Pam's problem is. Right. Right. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So save big on brunch for mom all in the Kroger app. Get 16 ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90 percent lean ground sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi or 7-Up all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. We'll go back to Jennifer. Jennifer! Okay, sorry. Jennifer, so they decide, so Abby's bored. Um, They need the three Bs. Booze, boys, and then she ran out of Bs. There's only two Bs. Booze and boys. There's only two Bs. And this is when Abby asks what the creep creeps are up to. Um, Jen is like obviously upset that no one thought to invite her to like help cater this wedding. Um, And so that's when Abby decides to be part of the chaos crew disaster duo. Yeah. And she wants to go. And she says a lack of invitation never stopped her. They want to get dressed up and go to this wedding. Which sounds fun. I feel as though I would 100% crash a wedding. I would never. Well, I I don't know why <laughs> you would not. I think it sounds so fun. I think like it's not that wedding. much. Like if a, it would have to be big, so you'd go unnoticed. Three hundred person and wedding, you could totally sneak in. Maybe just for the open bar, I guess. But hors d'oeuvres for um, cocktail hour. Mm, yes, love those crab cakes with the sauce. If it's a buffet, um, you can definitely get away with it. That's true. That is true. Okay, I guess I can see the the reason why you'd want to. Um, so we're back at the wedding. The 
it's like the ceremony is like supposed to be starting. Yeah. No, um, everybody <laughs> is fully there. The groom is uh, knows that something is wrong. Um, and like Jack enters and he's trying to help. And like she locked herself in the bathroom. Um, like Joey's freaking out because Jack and Dawson are gone. Andy and Pacey ruined the cake. The food isn't ready. Um, Joey was like, this is, I knew this was a mistake. Like we weren't ready for this. Mm-hmm. We're going to humiliate ourselves. Um, and Bessie is like, oh, don't tell dad. We don't want to get him worked up. It's like, Bessie, yeah. what the fuck? Yeah. yeah. And she's like, calm down. It'll all be okay. It's not that bad. It's like Bessie's fully gaslighting Joey. I know it's so infuriating like I feel like Joey would feel a million times better if she literally had at least one other person to be like yeah this sucks like let me help you right and instead Bessie's like you're freaking out for no reason like don't don't upset dad (laughs) yeah uh why not this is his bright idea in the first place he tore our family apart and he thinks that he just put it back together in a day well he can't and then to nobody's surprise Mr. Potter is right behind them and you know what? He probably did need to hear that. Yeah. Like, it's the honest truth. Maybe not in, in those words exactly. Mm-hmm. But, like, yeah, he needed to overhear that. And you know what? Maybe if Joey had more fucking help, Bessie, she wouldn't be freaking she's out. She's plating like, the food. No, she's doing nothing. No, she's plating. I, yeah. <laughs> uh, still nobody. Still the ceremony's not going on. People are starting to get restless. Yeah. How many, like, we got way, they spent way too much time showing us the, like, bridal party waiting for the wedding to start. Like, bitch, I understand that the bride is still not there. I think this is, like, two out of three times they flash back to, like, people, like, hanging out. It's, like, enough. I don't care about these We understand. Uh, Jack and Dawson are now sitting outside the bathroom talking to the bride. Mm -hmm. Jack threatens to get Pam's mother. And she opens the door. Yeah. What the fuck? First of all, first of all, I have a question as to, like, when the bride doesn't show up on time, why are like, I don't know, the bridesmaids, the mother of the bride, I was the father that. of the bride, no one going to check on the fucking I was bride? thinking that. I was thinking that too. Absolutely. So um, she's worried that Alan is not her soulmate. Uh, you know, the classic, oh. the classic TV couple, Pam and Alan. Uh, <laughs> the love story of all time. <laughs> Pam and Alan. Pam and Alan. Yeah. Like, I think that it's, I know the reason why they put this in here, but it's a bit too much to ask of us to give fucking two shits about Pam and Alan. <laughs> like, we don't care about them. But we get this nice speech from Jack about how, like, you know, you could search your whole life but for perfect love and not find it. Love isn't perfect. Everyone's flawed. I bet he loves you and that love is real. Uh, do you want to walk away from something that's real for a pipe dream? Um, he's saying, oh, it's just wedding day jitters. It's tradition. When you see Alan's eyes, your feels will dissolve away. He does give a good speech. Don't get me mm-hmm. wrong. It's a very nice speech. Jack does a really good job mm-hmm. here. Instead of Dawson, who just says, but don't you love him? Dawson, right. Yeah. Helpful. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Once Pam looks into Alan's eyes, all of her fears are going to go away. Um, and then. Like, and that convinces her. Yep. Yeah, that worked. That worked. So. Yeah. Uh, you know, now we get the ceremony and uh everyone's watching. Uh the nobody's working, nobody's helping. Seriously. Uh, they're just standing no around. One works at this yeah, wedding. Yeah. So um but the bride doesn't care that her cater waiters are not doing a damn thing because no. she goes up to Jack and says, I don't know who you are, where you came from, but you saved this wedding and my life. So hyperbolic. Yeah. Like, so ridiculous. But, and I love Dawson just being like, 
how how did you do how it? how how did you speak words yeah, i was with her for like, 20 minutes and she wanted yeah. to jump out of the window all of us <laughs> dawson all of us yeah all of us wanted all to jump of out us the window. um and it's obviously this obviously this goes back to him being upset joey didn't come to him first and he's like there used to be a time she used to come to me and now she goes to you and this is when jack is like oh don't draw conclusions and here's the thing jack does not have to say any of this to Dawson. He owes zero to Dawson. Zilch. He owes him nothing, right? There was a point in time where they did not get along. Dawson literally punched Jack in the face. <laughs> and yet, <laughs> Jack is so nice here. He's oh like, don't go draw conclusions. You're her soulmate. I'm just her friend. I don't believe in perfect love, but I do believe people's lives are inextricably connected. Uh, and you're the only one who knows her history. She needs your help. Like, he I and here's the thing. He's doing this for Joey, right? Like mm-hmm. he he he's fine with Dawson now. Like they're they're fine. They're decent. They're they can be civil. But like he's doing this because Joey needs somebody who knows her entire life's history to work her through this, you know, problem, this situation. I think so. I also think that um I think that he does it's not like he's friends with Dawson, but he realizes that Dawson's like not really his enemy. So right. it's like, you know, he probably pities Dawson. It's like, I feel bad for you. You're a little you're a little pathetic. Um, <laughs> yeah, I think he maybe you're probably right. I I think mainly he's doing it for Joey, but you're probably right in that he a little bit in the back of his mind. He's like, this guy is, needs some help. <laughs> you know, I'm, this is my charity work. Um, yes. This is what I'm going to put on my college <laughs> resume to be a psychologist. Um, so, yes. yeah, Jack tells him that he needs to force a connection. Sometimes you just need to force a connection. Um, I don't know that I really like that wording of what he says yeah. to Dawson, but I th- I think it's better if he says just, you know, just be there for Joey. Right. Like be around if she needs to talk mm-hmm. to you. I think is more than like forcing her to talk in the middle of a catering job. Um, <laughs> you know, I don't know. It just seems like Dawson, get your timing down, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but we have, you know, Pacey trying to fix the cake. Looks terrible. Bride wants to see the cake. Andy somehow gets her away by saying that if she eats cake on an empty stomach, she'll get fat. It's like a wedding tradition um, that you've never heard of before. Yeah. And also the tradition for anybody getting married out there, the tradition where you save the top tier of your cake to eat on your first anniversary, it's fucking disgusting. Don't do yeah. it. Nobody does this yeah. anymore. I didn't. I didn't um back in 2001 when I had my bat mitzvah I did save my a piece of my bat mitzvah cake um for a year later and it was vile Yes, because it's not intended to be eaten a year. It's dairy. It is not intended to be eaten a year later. So gross. So don't do this. We have not done this. We had a tiny, tiny cake. We had a very small wedding. Um, But we, you know, we ate the remainder. We gave away some and that was that. We did not save any of it. We have our cake topper. That's that'll last forever, you know. Um, And Andy's upset because she's like, it's going to be all our fault if they break up. I knew I shouldn't have come. Um, and she says a wedding day should be perfect. And this, this is when mm. Pacey realizes, mm. oh, you're a sap. You love weddings. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's the itsy bitsy groom covered in frosting for me. Yes. Um, so she denies it. And he's like, I'm putting my knife down. 
I'm not going to work on this cake any longer until you admit that you love weddings. And she finally does admit yeah. it because she has to. They're running out of time. She's a wedding fanatic. She loves everything about them. And this is exactly what we assumed about yeah. Andy. I'm right? a sucker. Like, yeah, on. I'm a sucker for taffeta. The sight of the little flower girl makes me weepy. I'm a wedding fanatic. There, are you happy? I don't understand what the whole to me the Andy and Pacey storyline doesn't really make sense because why is she lying about this to begin with? Uh, she it, the issue is that she sees her parents who had what she perceived to be the perfect marriage, and as soon as things get tough, um, it went awry. You are making your vows through sickness and through health, through the good times and the bad, and she saw firsthand that a wedding vows um, and a marriage is all a lie. So she's upset that uh, her parents are not together. And now she is a wedding uh, cynic and a marriage cynic. I can see that. I think that makes sense. It's just a weird storyline if you don't put it into that context. You know, it's kind of like, what, what is the purpose of this? Uh, um, I don't. I mean, I don't. I think it's to add the drama. But that is yeah. why I think. Uh, that makes yeah. sense. Here here we have Mr. Potter working on a shrimp table. Looks amazing. It, it, it's quite excessive and very not kosher. <laughs> I mean... That's fine by me. So there's there's uh, so much so much shrimp. It's a lot of shrimp, shrimp, yeah. And she she compliments it. Um, and he I I do love this from Mr. Potter. Like he agrees that he was being self absorbed. He didn't think about how his presence would affect her. And he says she was right. I really like this. I think like it's nice that he's even he's realizing it a little bit late. But it's at least he's admitting, you know, to Joey mm-hmm. that like, you know, you're right. I didn't realize that me sh- just showing up would be like a huge change in your life. Right. Yeah. Um, he says, I'm the dad. I should be the one protecting you, not the other way around. I feel like I'm a failure. At all of my parental duties. I got to go check on the salmon. <laughs> So instead of finishing the conversation and doing a good job as parental duties, he's like, screw the shrimp table. I got to check the salmon. I don't check on the salmon. Fucking Betsy's not going. Betsy, Betsy's not going to. So I got to go fucking check on the salmon. You're good for nothing. Sisters not doing shit. Uh, We have Dawson. I will never give up that argument. She's not doing anything. I mean, debate him. Who knows? Um, Dawson goes up to Gail and she's like, who's that woman, that woman that's with your father? And it's like, I love it. It's the film teacher, a.k.a. Miss Kennedy, a.k.a. the devil, a.k.a. the wench. Um, yeah. And then uh, Mitch and Nicole, um, Nicole Miss Kennedy Mitch. comes up and, you know, super awkward introductions. Why, Mitch? Like, seriously, why? Flexing. Like, why do you make it worse? Flexing. He's flexing. He's di- like, this is a dick-ass yeah, Flexing move. on her. Here's my hot date. Um, with the top-ass bun, bitch. <laughs> um, Look at how high her bun yeah, is. Yeah, Gail has no time for this. She excuses herself immediately. Doesn't even, doesn't it. even, like, are you having a nice night? Introduce yourself. My no. name is Gail. I love it. I love the move to out. To out <laughs> She's like, bye. Dawson's like, can I talk to you, dad? 
I love the way Dawson like waffles between his parents. Like remember when he was so pissed off at Gail for like cheating on yeah. Mitch and now it's like the opposite. He's like, how dare you? You knew she would be here. You knew. And Mitch's excuse is so stupid. I ain't Jilly spending time with Nicole and your mom just has to deal with it. Like, all right, you know what? Don't do this. And he's like, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to put you in the middle. That's exactly what you just did. Yeah, Mitch. exactly. So um, Dawson is like really, really annoyed, like taking the mom's side. I'm a teenager. teenager yeah. <laughs> Don't date my teacher. Um, OK. <laughs> he does have a good point, yeah. though, when he says that, like, you're putting me in the middle of it by dating one of my teachers. He's not wrong. And that teacher in particular yeah. yeah, this bitch. I wonder if he I can't wait for the moment that he says to Mitch, like, did you hear what she said about my film? And Mitch would be like, yeah, like I literally heard it that night at the carnival. Like, it's <laughs> fine. It's fine. Don't be so sensitive. Yeah. Us artists have to handle critique. Blah, yeah. blah, 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 blah. I'm an English teacher. I know. <laughs> He's the fucking English yeah. teacher. Uh, Abby oh and Jen are at the wedding and they're all dressed up and they're bitching that there's only oldies there and no cute guys. And Abby says, maybe you need a father figure, someone who has more sexual experience than you, if that's even possible. I love the subtle shade that Abby throws, yeah. because here's the thing, like. This is the type of joke that you can only say to someone you're like really good friends with. Right. Because if you're not really good friends with them, like they'll be like really offended. offended. Yeah. Yeah. And this is what I like. Ugh, I'm going to miss Abby on the show. Like, I don't know. She just had this like the sass. Yeah. That makes me so happy. I mean, obviously she does really mean things. Pretty too, much but. like the backbone of our uh, sassy sayings segment oh, I know. um I, I, we're not there yet i don't make me depressed right now because um <laughs> um yeah so andy sees them and she immediately is like you have to leave this is a romantic occasion please don't ruin it um she she's going to kick them out uh abby says something not very nice you better up the dosage on those mood stabilizers um but jen does the right thing and she's like come on abby let's go we'll, we'll come back after dinner when everybody is a little has had more of the drink right that's um, a good time to sneak in because everyone's like probably dancing yes. and they're more drunk yeah why are you sneaking in like at, at dinner point? hour you know, sneak in yeah sneak in later yeah. um so abby grabs a bottle of champagne for the road um and <laughs> i like they, i like how she's like she like bye bye like she did the little yeah. bye bye. I love that with the little the little wave. So mm -hmm. yeah. So now Joey is working on coffee, which is the, also a no, a very annoying job at weddings, um, because yep. once again spillage, and then everyone's like, "Where's my creamer? Where's my shirt? And where's the bacon? Yeah, where's do the tea? Do you, yeah, so annoying. <laughs> it's so annoying. Um, so Dawson comes in and is like, "What's wrong?" Joey's like flat out crying at the wedding now it's like oh, <laughs> nothing nothing nothing's wrong <laughs> me me uh, everything i can have tears down my face it's like nothing i yeah i have resting sad face that's my yeah. meanwhile red <laughs> eyes tears down my face. nothing's wrong people yeah. just give up and on me is, at that point they're just like and joey's just like it. it's been a hectic day <laughs> i'm fine yeah but dawson oh. is pushing and then she says i'm scared i finally have him back and i'm worried he'll hurt me again meaning the mm -hmm. father um i can't give 
my broken my get my heart broken by him again and then he's like well um blah 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 I don't know yeah he gives her this whole speech about how like they both had these high expectations and you know like of course nothing could live up to those expectations and like he basically is like let the gossip roll off of you don't let them get to you you're not alone you have a family mm-hmm. and you'll always have me it's a very sweet moment between yeah. them and they hug right. water um, off a duck's back that's what I always yes. say yes um and so then uh we're finally winding things down at this wedding joey's like thinking everything went super well um and she's talking to her dad about this girl melissa barry who sounds like a real bitch. i want to beat up melissa barry yeah she was so she like was joey's friend and then at, when her dad got arrested she was like in the bathroom like laughing about it and didn't know joey was like in the stall um, Joey's really upset. She cried for hours. Like Dawson comforted her. Um, the next day she walked up, she smiled like nothing had happened. Um, and she says that, you know what? I'll always walk with my head hell high and they won't crush me. Um, she's super proud of him. And I, I really liked that. And I really like this moment between them of her being like, listen, we can we can project strength to the outside world. That's fine. Mm-hmm. But just be honest with me and I'll be honest with you. Yeah. Um, and I liked that, you know, and they say, I love you. I'm glad you're home. Really sweet moment mm-hmm. between them. Yeah. Let's dance. And I want to show you off. And then he's like, no, like, I'm not comfortable yet. Like, I think you're right. Um, yeah. I'm just not ready. And then she's he's like, I got to go to the salmon again. <laughs> I got to go fix the fucking salmon. Where the fuck is your sister? <laughs> um, we got Pacey rolling out the cake. He fixed it. How? 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 What did he do? <laughs> How did he do it? They, apparently, he has a fucking culinary arts yeah, degree we didn't yeah. fucking know about. And he just had some spare fucking frosting laying around. <laughs> yeah. You know, so, like most people. Yeah, the couple seems happy with it. And yeah. they do like the cake in the face shit and everyone's clapping fucking stupid don't do that as well please yeah andy's like oh this is great and pasty's like ragging on her um okay okay (laughs) it's not time yet it's not time yet i mean it's kind of time it's kind of time okay i can't i'm panicking okay (laughs) okay nobody (laughs) i'm panicking jen and abby are going on like a high pier or something oh, like that. No. Um, and Jen asks Abby if she'll ever get married. And Abby's like married to some like beer swigging football watching bonehead. And Jen's <laughs> like, yeah, like living in a cookie cutter with like two snot nosed brats driving the carpool rounds. Gross. Abby's like grocery shopping, climbing the walls, popping Valium, a suburban nightmare. This is a suburban nightmare for these yeah. two. So then Abby goes, this is, oh, this is, oh, this is, I don't think I'll ever be happy <laughs> wherever I am. I'll always wish I'm someplace else. Whatever I have, I'll always wish I have something different. I hear, hear you. Abby says, I don't want to be a cliche. And Jen says, or boring. And then Abby's like, I just want a drink. She yeah. grabs the drink. Jen's laughing. She's taking a big slug slips and hits her head on a wooden column here like part of the yeah. pier yeah. Uh, is she wearing heels i'm assuming yes and it's probably i think they it's probably you know yeah. how like those piers are like always slimy from yeah. like sea gook <laughs> sea gook so this yeah. is why i think happens i think it was a little bit slippery had like the sea gook oh yeah and that made her and fall made her i fall. see i yeah 
And that made her hurt her head, which made her off balance. So, yeah. So, I, so do you think that she got, like, a concussion at this point? I assumed... Yes, like I assume it didn't look that hard, but I assume what the writers want us to think mm-hmm. is that is like the reason she didn't she swim got and disoriented. Save yeah. So Jen laughs yeah. and she goes, "I'm really hurt. Don't laugh, you bitch." I love how Abby's last word is bitch. Um, she starts to fall back and she falls back off the deck into the water while Jen is like, Abby, Abby, like fucking a Abby or whatever she says. Yeah. And Jen jumps in after her. At this point, I'm like, there's no way. There's no way. She's fine. Like, she's like going to get like waterlogged a little bit. Like, Jen's going to save her. There's no way. It's fine. Yeah. Like, everything's fine. Everything's, everything's fine. fine. Everything's fine. Like I, that's Don't literally worry. what I thought. Like I, I was like, yeah. no, no, she's not going to die here. Like you knew, yeah. you knew. Yeah, I knew. Yeah, I knew this you was knew. when it happened. Well, here's do the you thing. remember I when you saw this, this the first time? Do I remember watching it for the yeah. first time? Not particularly. No, like I remember it being a big, like a big thing because, like you know, the next episode is like majorly focused on it just by the title alone. Um, no, I, it's a huge, huge moment in the show. I mean, it's not the same as like if Jen had died or Joey or Dawson or, you know, but she's still a major character Mm -hmm. in season two. Um, and to have her just poof, like that's it. it. It's huge. And not only that, but like, I feel like the way she went out is also really like sad because the last thing she's talking yeah. about is like, and you know, you know how they say like, um, God, we have so many like, uh, you, or what is it? Uh, analogies. In this We're podcast. cracked out, but um, you know, I'm feeling nostalgic because there's a, there's a lot of things happening, you know? Yeah. What is it they, they say where it's like a <laughs> drunk mind, okay. drunk mouth, word- speak sober thoughts okay. or whatever. I've never heard this. This is the worst thing is that you and I have all these analogies or like <laughs> shit and we can't even spit are. them out. It's so embarrassing. I'm I'm almost positive that it is drunk mouths speak sober thoughts or something like that. Okay, anyway, beautiful. The point being that the point being that like she's thinking these thoughts yeah. and they're the reason she's saying them is yeah. she's drunk. Like she it's it is so supremely sad yeah. to hear a teenage girl say, I don't think I'll ever be happy. Yeah. I'll always wish I'm someplace else and I always want something more like that is so sad and devastating. For me, it's about. very relatable. I have thought countless times like I don't think I've ever been happy I remember being happy this one time I don't think I'll ever be that happy again I think I have Mm -hmm. thought that like you know like what's the one thing I want is to be happy like this is like kind of where my mind goes at times and I feel like it's really really hard um for like a teenager to see over what's going on right now and seeing like you know like in the future things can change your life can be totally different within a year um so i am it is very sad to me that that's the last thing that she's talking about um yeah and i think this is just such a weird send-off for her like we always have gotten the impression, right? Like we we know from the other episodes where um, she's like, my life is boring. My parents are boring. I want intrigue. I want to move to New York. Mm-hmm. Like I want to be where things are exciting. And it seems like she feels like she'll never get out of Cape Side. Right. She'll never be able to leave and go off and do things she wants to do. Mm-hmm. Right. And that's sad. And to have it end like this and obviously more eulogizing on her next episode. Yeah. But 
Um, yeah, it's really sad. It's really heartbreaking, especially when um, she's really young. And yeah, she's not a great person a lot of, a lot of the time. Um, but like, there, there's no that's not saying that she couldn't have been mm-hmm. a better person. Yeah. Um, you know, in the future, yeah, Andy was supposed so, to tell teach her how to be nice. Yes, exactly. Um, it's a sad moment. Um, so we'll we'll get back to that though because we still have to talk about Jen on, alone. Right. Um, so, but, uh, uh, yeah. Now we have uh, people dancing. The bride and groom are dancing. Andy and Pacey are Nobody dancing. Nobody is working. Nobody's working. I'm so shocked that they're just allowed to dance. So uh, Andy says, when they get married, then they should get married in Venice because it's the city of romance. And I feel like that freaks Pacey out. Because then he's like, I yeah. I love him being like, by the time we're 30, it will be so <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't think that Pacey want to talk about marriage just yet. No, they're fucking 15. Yeah, Mitch and Nicole are dancing and Gail gla- glares at them. So Dawson is working, but then he mm-hmm. stops working to dance with his mom. So sweet, though. And he gives her the same speech, like, stay tenacious, knowing what you want's half the battle. Yeah. I, I appreciated him doing that with Gail because it's like, you know, she had a rough night, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and then we get the moment Joey's dad walks in. He's in a suit. He asks Joey to dance. It's really cute and sweet. Yeah, he gives and her course, a uh, flower that's stolen from the wedding. Love that for him. <laughs> Um, and also, did you recognize this song that played during this scene with all the dancing? Uh, feels like home to me. Yeah. So this song, first of all, I feel emotionally manipulated by this song because it is one in one of my all time favorite movies, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Mm-hmm. And it is during like it is also in a very like romantic part of that mm-hmm. movie as well. And of course, when I hear that song immediately, I'm like, oh, oh I love this song. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like I'm like, yes, Joey and Dawson, do your thing. So I just love. OK, this song. so like um, so, yeah, then we have like Dawson cuts in. And then yeah. I do like how Gail um, says yes to dancing to Mr. Potter, whose name is Mike. Sure. Mike, yeah. Uh, and she goes like, hello, Mike. Welcome home. And I do want to say, like, in my opinion, as Gail's like a high society girl, like, her saying yes in public dancing with Mike Potter good point, good point. is like yes. a very big like power move by her because she's like, you know, like if she's accepting, then maybe like that would give some people like, like, right. oh, OK, Cut like some slack. Gail's yeah. dancing, whatever, just like some some things. I just thought it was a nice move. So Dawson and Joey are dancing and she thanks him for being her friend and being there for the last 16 years. And they love each other. And then it crescendos into the mm-hmm. actual words. It feels like home to me when they kiss. Very, yep. it did, they did not, it did not say feels like home to me, the main like line until they kissed. Yeah. Yes, that's why I feel emotionally you manipulated. Were manipulated. By you were manipulated. That is correct. Because I was like cheering. Because I'm like, yes, go, Joey. And I, yeah. I, normally I don't care. But like, here's the thing. I do think, like, we made fun of the show. We, we criticized it for breaking them up early in season two. That being said, I ultimately like how this ends up. Mm-hmm. I mean, I enjoy, I, I enjoy Joey and Jack being together. If it, is what got them to be friends because I really enjoy their friendship. And then Joey and Dawson, I feel like they're better here than they were when they were like dating. Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like they, they needed the breakup to kind of reaffirm yeah. 
what they have with I each other. I very much hear you. However, I think it was distracting because in my hot head, I was still thinking about what was going on with Abby and Jen. So I don't think oh. I personally was in that moment mm, because mm-hmm. I was too focused on like what was happening with Jen and Abby. So do you think they should have done do you think they should have continued yeah, with the wedding I do. and then do the scene at the docks after this? And like, then I romantic- think like it should have cut and then you it would have been like, I don't know what's happening. To, yeah. And then I think it should have opened up in the next episode with like Abby in the body bag. Oh, intro. Oh, oh to the next to episode. The next. So you don't even know, like, you have like a week to be like, oh my God, what happened? Yeah. Is she well, okay? here's the thing, too. It was distracting to me. I feel like I would have been like fully in it. But yeah. I, in the back of my mind, I was just like, there's no way that what Abby's with dead. Abby? There's no way. Yeah. Well, here's the other thing, too, is it's even more tragic because the song, like you said, it's it feels like home to me. And then we get Jen alone yeah. in the street as Abby's body is getting zipped up into a body bag. And she's literally like in the street. No cops, no medical people. She just has a blanket. Grams isn't there. Like she's literally all sobbing. Alone. She's in it's so awful. much pain. Abby Morgan is fucking dead. Looks like a corpse in the body bag. Could yep. not believe it. When I saw the body bag, I was like. No way. And then I wasn't even I as soon as soon as I saw Abby in the body bag, I started sobbing, literally crying. I cried. Yeah, I cried. And I was in shock. I like I honestly was not expecting it at all. And the, yeah. the scene ends where like the ambulance drives away and they just leave Jen in the dust on her own. Yeah, it's. A weird way to end. I, I kind of agree with you on second thought. Like, it's a weird way to end the episode. I think maybe a cliffhanger probably is better, right? They love a cliffhanger on this yeah. show. They love a cliffhanger in general. So I feel like that would have worked a little bit better. But yeah, yeah. super shocking to see, um, to see like Abby getting zipped up like that and Jen completely alone. Like, it makes me feel truly awful yeah. for Jen because of what she's gone through. Right just in these past few months to then have this happen and her be completely alone. Right. Yeah. And I do agree with you. I think there's going to be guilt on Jen's side. And I'm actually a little bit worried about um, Andy feeling guilty because she because of the champagne stuff and because she kicked them out them she out. kicked them out yeah. so like she you know technically if she just let them live then they would have stayed there and abby wouldn't have died like maybe yeah i'm thinking once again a little bit too much like 3d chess with dawson's creek no i don't think you are though. but that's I what it's... i was concerned about yeah yeah, I mean we'll have to we'll have to see um what happens on the next episode. Um but yeah, it's next episode I can tell you because I do remember a, a fair bit mm-hmm. um of of next episode. It's uh, Abby Morgan Rest in Peace is okay. the title. Insanity. Okay, so like I purposely do not look at the episode titles. Right. I always write them down and like say them to you. Right. For but the like next sometimes when I'm doing fashion hour, I like accidentally like sneak a peek or whatever. Yeah. Um, shocking to me that I this that did not spoil me. It, this is honestly. I'm, I am truly astounded you didn't get spoiled on that by the because the title is so like 
blatant I know, I, of this I next did not one, you see know? it. I'm very careful. Um, so I'm fig- we're going to get so much more information next week. We'll have to fully eulogize Abby. I'm coming in with favorite moments. I'm coming in with favorite quotes. Um, maybe even a special fashion hour. You know, what's funny is that, yes, I almost we should we should do that. But I almost made all of the Abby Morgan outfits this episode. Oh, my God. But I didn't. I didn't. I did have a lot more of her than I otherwise normally yeah. would. But yeah, no, we'll have to do something special because mm-hmm. we we stand Abby Morgan as much as she's annoying and problematic. Yeah. and like has done some mean things. We loved her presence on the show. Mm-hmm. Dearly, we will miss her, mm-hmm. Abby Morgan. More to eulogize her on yeah. next episode. You did not cry when she died. I mean, no, I knew she was going to die. Okay. I don't cry at the okay. what you want from me. Jessica, don't get mad at me, please, <laughs> for goodness sake. Um, do we have yeah, feedback yeah. today I'm, from our lovely I'm a listeners? I'm scared of you. Um, uh, <laughs> it's Leo season, bitch. I know. Goodness, help us all. Um, Felipe says, how is Sarah coping? Um, I mean, she's she's. I don't know. How are you coping? Are you well? Um. I'm still like pretty hurt. Like that night, yeah. that night I went on Clubhouse hoping to speak with our dear friend Dirtbag Kelly. He, yes. I lured him. He came on. I was like, Dirtbag Kelly, there's no way she's dead, right? <laughs> and and he's like, no, dead. like she's dead. I'm like, are you sure? Yeah. I'm like, does she come back? He's like, no doesn't come back i'm like so she's really i was in i was in shock um so i'm doing okay i feel like next episode is probably going to destroy me i think it might a little bit i'm gonna get my crying my crying uh gear on get your tissues ready talk about dirtbag kelly by the way this episode was released on april 28th 1999 kelly wants to know who hates weddings i do i like weddings I don't hate them. Here's the situation. I just usually am like, it feels like an obligation to go to one. Mm -hmm. It's very rare that I'm going to a wedding that is a friend's wedding. Like, I've only been to very few friends' weddings. 99% of the time, it is a family member or, like, my husband's family Mm -hmm. member or something, Right. right? And so it feels more like an obligation than a fun activity. And if my mom is there, she's going to try to lure me onto the dance floor like she always does, and it is not my thing. The only reason I'm going is for your open bar. And if you don't have an open bar, that's not very nice to me. (laughs) No, it's not very nice. (laughs) I do. Um, So, yes. I love weddings. I love the fashion. I love the romance. Um, I'm a fan of weddings. Um, I'm one of those little girls that used to have a binder, dreamt about my own wedding. Uh, That's just my vibe. Um, I like the lady talking trash about Mr. Potter at the Ice House. Doesn't she know where she is? Bitch, get out of here. Mm-hmm. You would think. <laughs> you would think. Why yeah. does Jack think that he could talk down the bride? Because he took psych um, as a college course during the summer. And he says, I know what I'm doing. This is going to be Jack's job. Jack is going to be a uh, psychologist when he gets older. Interesting. Yeah. OK, I like this. Yep. yep. I'm pretty confident. What do you think Pacey will be? Uh. Pacey, what do I think Pacey's going to be? Because hmm. I feel like I know what you're going to say for Joey and, and Dawson, so that's why I'm asking about Pacey. 
Pacey is going to be, oh, well, like I was thinking like a, now I'm thinking like a social worker, but that's very close to Jack being a psychologist. I mean, they both can do something similar. Yeah. But social work is different. Like I think that Pacey wants to help like kids Kids. that have like rough backgrounds, like inner city kids. And I I think like Jack wants to like help teenagers and young adults through like normal grief counseling or something yeah 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 um andy's gonna be an accountant (laughs) okay uh andy really earning that 60 bucks kicking jen and abby out uh yeah what a try hard i would just let them rage as I long think as you're not feel dis- guilty enough about the cake. So she's right. like, I got to at least do something right yeah. here. Um, <laughs> we talked about why we think mail and gitch mail. We mail and gitch. <laughs> <laughs> we talked about why we think Mitch and Gail are guests at the wedding. I think yes. that they're of the society. Um, yep. Abby's final words, calling Jen a bitch. Classic Abby is classic. Love to Abby. See it. it just makes me sad. We have an email from Linda. 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 Um, okay. Back at it again with a perfect wedding. Random thoughts and ramblings. Hilarious because the first thing that she says is, will we ever see Bodie again? <gasps> Why is Linda literally us? I don't know. Linda, I, Linda, s- I promise you, love you. Like I should probably read ahead, but I never <laughs> do. <laughs> So this is not me being like, oh, I'm copying Linda's like questions. Yeah. It was literally my notes. Where's Bodhi? Where is Bodhi? Um, yeah. So she does have certain assets. Pacey, look away from the teacher. Don't let Andy catch you say that. <gasps> Pacey should never comment on a teacher ever. No. Ever again. No. Speaking no. of Andy, girl literally read my mind. What decade do you think Pacey, if this is Pacey, you're not going to get all of that with $120. Yeah, yeah. we did the math. Um, well, you did the math. I was here. <laughs> I did the math. <laughs> um, so we get more of the Mitch and Gail saga, that mess. Um, oh, wait, wait, hold on. Okay. Your regular Pollyanna today, go easy on the sunshine sister, used to be Linda's Windows startup sound on her computer back in the day, which Linda, I don't know. I never got to that point where I can like upload a startup sound. That's amazing. Linda Linda is a true diehard. She is, but also a tech guru. Like Linda is all all things. things. Um... (laughs) Um, the great cake debacle of 99 Andy and Pacey are the cutest all for their <laughs> wedding in Venice I hope that we get invited to their wedding in Venice uh, <laughs> Dawson treating Jack with respect and talking to him like an actual friend we love to see it in the past he would have made mm-hmm. a scene about Jack stealing his best friend nice to see yep. them actually talk through instead Jack rightfully reassuring Dawson nobody has replaced him as we See during the beautiful scene in the kitchen between Dawson and Joey. The scene where Joey dances with her dad always gets me emotional. My dad passed away suddenly in 95, not long ago before this episode first aired in 99. Um, that makes me sad. I 
also lost my father, um, Linda. And one of the most like things that like always get me choked up is the fact that I won't be able to dance with my father at my wedding and he won't be there. And he missed a lot of like really important things in my life. It does make me sad, but I'm glad that like I have the good memories I have with my dad. And I hope that you have a lot of great memories with your dad too. Um, but thank you for sharing that. Um, okay. When you guys were talking about how much you loved Abby at the beginning of the season, I was like, oh, no. Hope you ladies are holding up okay. Watching watching this episode when it first aired versus binging the series now is a bit of a different experience. We saw in the preview someone was going to die, so we mentioned this before. So it isn't as shocking. It has been a long – it was a long-ass week. Um, Linda repeats that she – her brother thought it was Andy. She thought it was Abby. Yeah. And she's happy that it wasn't. I'm happy that it wasn't Andy. That would have been, like, really hard. No, that's way yeah. worse, right? Like, I think we can stand to lose Abby and move on enough. Yeah. I think losing Andy is is really hard yeah. here. It still hurt to see Abby go, especially after hearing her same moments yeah. before. I don't think I'll ever be happy. Rest in peace, yeah. Abby Morgan. Random bit of trivia. The original title that they released for episode 19 was just R.I.P. so that we wouldn't know if it was Abby who dies. Thank you. That is very helpful because then I would have been like, who died? Yeah. Um, One final quick rant. I really hate when the music from TV shows gets replaced. I know it has to do with rights and stuff, but it's so annoying. I love the original songs from this episode. Two of the songs taken out actually appear on the Dawson's Creek soundtrack. Shimmer by Sean Mullins during the ceremony and Any Lucky Penny by Nikki Hassman, Andy and Pacey dancing. I also hate (gasps) that they removed You by Shelby Starner when Joey talks to her dad. I feel like it added a lot to the scene. I loved it so much, so I marched my booty to Tower Records and bought her CD. Uh, Remember the Tower Records, Jessica? I have no idea. Okay, so Tower Records was just like it was even before Best Buy. It was just like a Radio Shack type place where not Radio Shack, but no, like a like a Best Buy, like electronics, like an FYE. But they only oh, like an FYE, yes. But they only sold like CDs or like whatever. I remember I went to Tower Records. I bought my first ever CD with my own money. Can you guess what it is? You'll never guess. I'll just tell you. Nirvana. <laughs> I would not have guessed that. You are correct. Yeah, yeah. Um, me being a badass with my Nirvana CD. <laughs> Woo. Um, I. But Shelby was amazing talent that we lost too soon. Uh, to bulimia at the age of 19. I really wish her beautiful song still appeared in the episode as a tribute to her. Feels like Home by Chantel Kravazuk. Kravia Zook, another song for the soundtrack, thankfully still appears when Joey oh, okay, good. and Dawson I reunite. thought she was going to say there used to be no, a different no, episode there, and I was like, song. that's the perfect yeah. song, Which though. makes me happy, because it is perfect for the scene. It yeah. is. And it's such a good song. Like, that song, like I said, it is in How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days, which is one of my all-time yeah. favorite movies, and that song is so perfect for that movie yeah. as well. It's just like... 
it really is like a good rom-com song because it really encompasses like what you should feel yeah. when you're with like your significant yeah. other. I just wonder if there's like anywhere on the internet or anything with the original songs. Um, I mean, do the DVDs have No, them? I think that the DVDs, they like, I remember the- when we were talking about... Um, uh, the I don't want to oh, wait the song. that they it's, still, it's it, still very upsetting originally changed because of the DVDs okay so, so I yeah I don't so. know where you'd be able to yeah. find them yeah. yeah sending you hugs Justin Sarah that was a bit of a rough night on the creek it was a bit of a rough night on the creek thank you, thank Linda. you Linda we always appreciate your emails I love Linda's trivia because like yeah. literally I could do some I could I do some research like I did try to find yes why Monica Kina left but like some of it I feel like Linda knows because she lived it more than like yeah. I would remember yeah. when you know what I yeah, mean if anybody has any more information or trivia like please send it over as long as it's spoiler free yes absolutely always spoiler free because Sarah reads the email so don't spoil her because that would be mean <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah whenever I guess sniff of it goes right to Jessica there you go. But everyone's been yes, very Yes, if you do want to send in something, put like spoiler alert in it and I can look yeah. at the email Everyone's instead. been very respectful though, which I appreciate. Yes. Um, what time is it, Jessica? Fashion hour. Fashion hour. Yeah. Oh, so I can't even look at her. I know. I know. I'm sorry. Um, of course, we had to start things off with our one, our only Abby Morgan. Um, this is obviously the Rachel Green Award for the most 90s outfit. This is her outfit when Jen approaches her in the bathroom. I tried to get a full length, but it was kind of difficult from the angle. Yeah. Girl. Oh, my goodness. She is wearing like a maxi skirt that is all black. Um, she is wearing one of those, at least I believe it's this, it's kind of like a mock turtleneck or even like a turtleneck. It's red, but it is one of those shirts. Like if you took it off, it would scrunch up into like yeah. a tiny little thing. Like it's so stretchy, um, bright, bright red fire engine red. Again, Abby's color is red. We all know it. Um, and she's wearing the piece de resistance is the sweater. Mm. Oh my goodness. So it is like a black sweater, but all around, like around the cuffs, around Every, pretty much all of the ends of the, yeah, the garment. the sleeves, the hem. Yes. It is like full on black feathers. Oh, and the little, the little poofs of feathers in yeah. her hair. True 90s yeah. hairstyle as well. Yeah. She has her hair up in kind of like not really space buns. They're kind of like twists. Yeah. And she has these little black poofs in them. Yeah. She has a red her lip. Her signature like, red honestly, lip. Yeah. Yeah, what is better than a disaster duo outfit that is black yeah. and red? Oh, I love this outfit. It's everything to me. It really, really is. I love it. It gives me life. It is so Abby Morgan. Like, this mm-hmm. is Abby Morgan. Like, I'm happy that this will be one of my last memories of Abby is this yeah. outfit. Such a good outfit. I hope they bury her in it. Um, next up, another Abby Morgan outfit, of course. This is from the scene where they <laughs> Jennifer, turn that music down. Um, and Abby is wearing, I had to include this because she is wearing um Adidas pants. You have the black pants with the white racing stripe down the side. She's wearing a long sleeve t-shirt that is kind of like a lighter blue on the, you know, the the bodice part, and the sleeves are like striped with a darker blue, a white, and a black. Um, and she's wearing like a chunky ass sneaker, like those black and white platform sneakers. Mm -hmm. Um, her hair too. I love it. It's like, 
where you you part you do like a middle part and then you do like these teensy tiny little ponytails yep. on the front. There's two of them, and then there's like a center a, one in as the well. back. Yeah, insanity. Yeah. Um, I love it. It very much like xenon. Yes, to me. this outfit is so '90s. It is mm-hmm. so '90s. The stripes, the Adidas pants, the hair, the blue yeah. eyeshadow. I feel like there's like some sort of like clippies in there. I don't know if they're butterflies or flowers. Yeah, she definitely has some clips. Some in clips. There, yeah. This is the epitome of like a 90s like J14 or yes. like limited to outfit. Uh such vibes. Yes. And then lastly, we have um Jen's outfit. This was when they were drinking on the docks. I feel like she was definitely inspired by Abby's previous outfit because she herself. So her under her um, coat, she is wearing like a, a floor length floral mm-hmm. black and red dress. Um, Very like Abby Morgan. All the first. Outfit, I feel. Yeah, outfit. I kind of feel like the this is like Abby's clothes. I think it is. It has to be. And her jacket, which is like the reason I chose this one, is be- is like this pleather mm-hmm. red, like fire engine, cool, yeah. like that blue toned red. Yeah. Um, and she has around the cuffs and around the like lapels. Mm-hmm. Um, it is like almost like someone killed a Muppet. It's like a black <laughs> Muppet. <laughs> yep. Um, and her hair, it's like. It's weird because it's like it looks wet, it's, even though she hasn't jumped. In Jen the water is yet. always so sweaty. She has wet she's head. Always <laughs> sweaty. Like her hair's always PC. It's she's yeah. always so sweaty. Um, it's a fine outfit. I think that uh, this definitely came from Abby's closet. Um, I wonder if Jen gets all of Abby's clothes. Oh no! Well, I guess we'll find we'll, out. We'll next see. Week. Um. I think my winner, though, even though I like am obsessed with the first outfit, this is like the 90s category. So I'm going to have to give it to the second Abby outfit. Yeah, I do agree. Like, honestly, seeing her wear those like sweatpants, I was like, I want a pair of Adidas. Sweatpants. Yeah, it's like they look really comfy. Yeah, this is definitely the outfit. Uh, the winner. Also. If I already wasn't super tall, I would totally get chunky sneakers like that. They're very like, they're in. Very they're cute. very in right now. And I was actually thinking about getting a pair. You should. I just don't need the height. No. Yeah, I do. <laughs> and also my feet are already big enough so that like I don't like to wear shoes that like emphasize their size yeah. already. You know, I hear you. Um, all right. Congratulations, Abby Morgan. You're a winner, baby. Um, on to the uh, Paul Rudd certificate of timelessness for the most timeless outfit. We are starting off here with Gail in her formal wear for the wedding. Um, she is wearing, I don't even know what color I would call this. It's like a gray mixed with a light green almost, mm. like a silvery green. Yeah. Um, it's very fitted in the bodice. It has like skinny little spaghetti straps. Um, she's wearing um, a necklace that has like a silver pendant on it, mm-hmm. almost like a choker. Like it's pretty high up. Um, she has on really pretty silver earrings. Her hair, I actually really liked it's in pretty, this episode. Right? Yeah, it's like a half up, half down. She has a really pretty barrette in the back. Her makeup looks really nice. Like she's looking really, really yeah, good. Yeah, she looks very beautiful. Um, so this silhouette um, with a cowl neck, in the front Mm -hmm. is actually a very big bridal trend right now. I'm seeing this a lot in bridal dresses. Yeah, this like, like I said, a cowl like front where it just like Mm -hmm. scoops down a little with like a little bit of extra fabric in the drape. So um, I really like the silhouette. This dress is really pretty on her. 
Um, I like her nude lip. Um, yeah, I'm. I think that she's rocking it. She's uh, making Nicole Kennedy jealous. I would hope. Yeah, way better than a stupid top bun. <laughs> uh, up next, we have the one, the only Mr. Mike Potter. This is in his suit outfit when he changes for the wedding. Um, I had to include this. I mean, beyond the fact that I love this moment in general from the episode, I also think he just looks really good. Mm-hmm. So he's wearing um like a dark blue suit. I believe it's dark blue. It's hard to tell sometimes. It might yeah. be black. It, it looks navy to me. Like a okay. dark navy. That's what I thought. Yeah. yeah, he's wearing a dark navy suit with a white button-down shirt. The tie isn't so much timeless. It's kind of like has that weird pattern. I feel like you wouldn't really see it that much, but it's fine. Um, His hair looks really good. He has it like styled and kind of combed to the side. He looks really dapper. Mm-hmm. He does look very, very good. Um, I like this suit. I think that he he you know his hair looks good he looks like he looks great for a guy that just spent three years in prison right yeah i think so too yeah, yeah. but i have to give it to gail um she earned yeah. it she looks great yeah. love gail so um i mean guys this was a crazy episode and i think like next episode feel is gonna be a little heavy but we'll be okay. We'll make it. We'll make through. It'll be fine. It'll yeah. be fine. Yeah. No, this it's a tough episode. We'll get through it. We are like barreling towards the end of season two. Mm-hmm. I can hardly believe it. We have four episodes left wow. in this season. Absolutely wild. I cannot believe we are already here. Um, I'm loving season two. I'm I'm gonna I'm finding it hard to believe that like any of the seasons are gonna top this one. Like it's so good. I doubt it. Um, I doubt it. Yeah. It's just it's a, it's been a great episode. Um, as always, thank you so much for people who sent in feedback. If you would like to send in feedback at shit 90s pod, Twitter and Instagram, shit 90s pod at gmail.com. If you have long form feedback, we like trivia stuff, anything, really your opinions, anything you want to send in. Mm-hmm. Um, we'd love to read it. Sarah, what do we have coming up here on shit 90 shows? So we just released a our second bonus pod for the month of July. We mm-hmm. um, watched Sleepus in Seattle and we had the great MJC on who um, also covered You've Got Mail with us. We love, you know, covering Tom Hanks and Meg Ryan movies with <laughs> MJC. Of course. Um, I'm excited to talk about it or have talked about it with Jessica, pretending like I've already talked about it with Jessica. Um <laughs> But it, it it should be very, very entertaining because yes. Jessica, it does not like Tom Hanks. So I love Tom Hanks when he's a nice person yeah. in the movies that we watch. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yes. And then, of course, we will have more exciting content coming up in August. TBD. You will hear about it when we have it scheduled and ready to go. Um, if you want to hear more of me, you can always do so at, um, on Community Building over at Post Show Recaps with Josh Wiggler. Um, we are finishing up season one there, so that's going to be really fun to get into season two. Mm-hmm. Um, if you're a patron at Post Show Recaps, uh, you will also hear me on Post Show Recaps Watches. We just did um, Batman Forever, which was truly an insane movie. Um, really funny and weird. Uh, so go give that a listen if you're a patron. If you're not and you want to be, uh, postshowrecaps.com slash Patreon. Uh, do it. It's great. The community is wonderful. Um, it's a really fun time. So you should definitely do that. Uh, I think that's everything. I don't think we have anything. I think that's, that's everything we got going on. We got a lot going on. <laughs> yep. Yep. Um, that's it. That's it. All right. Perfect. So we will catch you all next week for... 
a heavy episode where we say officially goodbye to Abby Morgan. Thank you all for listening. We will talk to you all next time. Bye. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger, less than five miles away. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.